0: Alright, alright. Hello. Alright. This is Leonard Angelo uh, recording an art sound off. Uh uh 30-day uh audio journaling challenge called Art Sound Off, uh SoundOff.com, hosted by the Lean Into Art folks. Uh what more can you say about that? Uh it's been a good good ride so far, so good. Uh day 11. I'm going on the prompts for day 11, and today's prompt is uh, something I'm learning, or something learned. I can't remember which. Uh, what's the difference? <coughs> this one's tough for me to narrow down because I'm in a state of life right now where we're learning is, uh, is very uh, part and parcel of every day. So far. There were a lot of years prior to this one. Where I wasn't learning jack. I was just sort of uh, uh, existing. That's not a good state to be in. Now, I consider myself a lifelong learner. So for me to have checked out of learning, it must have been something wrong. But I'm glad to be back, baby. Uh, because uh, being a, lifelong, a lifetime learner or a lifelong learner, which is it? Uh, who cares? Uh, it's a very important part of keeping you alive, man. Like, I don't know. A lot of people shut it down. Like, you know, just turn on the TV and just shut it down. And, and yeah, you can learn a thing or two from the TV. But uh, nothing nothing all that valuable. I always wanted to be the guy from the Twilight Zone episode that gets locked. Do you remember this one? The guy gets locked in a, in a vault. All he wants to do is read books. I think he works at a bank. It gets locked in the bank vault, and then there's a nuclear fallout. <laughs> Classic. By the way, how many, could you could we take an inventory of how many of the Twilight Zones involved nuclear fallout? In one way or another, I'm not sure. Sh- there's so many. It, look, it was it, it was part of the zeitgeist at a time. Gotta worry about that Cuban Missile Crisis and all that. Uh, had that happened yet? I don't know. 50s is a tough time. Growing up. Right. Just don't ask anybody about it now. They're going to tell you it was the best time ever. But according to the Twilight Zone, the late 50s was tough. Because everything was nuclear fallout. Anyway, the guy gets locked in the vault. He survives a nuclear fallout. Much like uh, uh, Indiana Jones survived the nuclear fallout by climbing in a refrigerator in the uh, the best of the Indiana Jones quadrilogy. Uh, uh, the, uh, uh, kingdom of the crystal skull, uh, so he, he survives, and then he all he wants to do is read books, so, uh, lucky him, when he gets out of the vault, and everybody's dead, uh, he gets to read all the books he wants, because he could just go to the library all the day, but then he breaks his glasses, ah, classic twist, man. Anyway, that's me with learning. I like to, I want to be the person that sort of has all day to explore this and that and to think and to to envision and to, uh, you know, just sort of like putter around in the garage of my mind. In the garage. The garage is filled with all kinds of knowledge or uh, tools, let's call them, to keep the metaphor going. The tools that I haven't explored yet. So I'm just sort of like, well, there's a, that's a five-eighths crescent wrench or whatever. I haven't tried that one yet. What does that do? Uh, well, it, 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 it takes apart, it takes apart uh, nuts and bolts just like the other one does. Uh, no, no, no. This one's going to be different. That's how I think. So being a lifelong learner is important to me. I think we all uh, do better off when we're sort of forced or or even better. some of us have to be forced, but then it sort of gets you going. get you get your juices flowing? Uh, it's better when you just sort of inspire it. and and learning is is inspiration. And I think if i if I could go back and record that inspiration one again, I would say that uh, picking up a new knowledge is always something that inspires me. It's like, and it could be completely unrelated to anything that in, it, it, it it encompasses. I could be learning about, I don't know, whatever, bugs in the Amazon rainforest or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I have an idea for something. I'm like, well, what if this or what if that? And, and if I hadn't learned that little tidbit or or been curious about that little tidbit, uh, I, it wouldn't have led me down a path of, of exploration that, that is interesting. Uh, that is true of many things. So what I'm learning lately is that being uh, back in the flow of learning is inspiring. So I'm, I'm once again going to the library on campus because I'm a, I'm a student again. So I'm going to the library on campus and I'm, I'm wandering and I'm picking up books that may, may not have even, I wouldn't have seen it before, right? Or, uh, you know, it's just you're exposed to things you might not have been exposed to. In a library especially. Don't be afraid of the library, young people. The library is a place that is is—it's uh, just full of awesome stuff that you will never come across on a Google search. And even if you did come across it on a Google search, you're going to be intentionally looking for it. That's the best part about the library is you go to the stacks and you're looking for one thing. And right around it are five other things you didn't even think about. That's what I love about the library. That's important. That ain't nothing, man. That's a big deal. We don't have access to that all the time. Anyway. So I'm going to the library again. I'm finding that inspiring. Uh, some of the things I'm learning are uh, because I'm pushing myself in directions I haven't pushed before. Uh, uh, I wanted to get specific with this. But my point is I am a lifetime learner. And life. Uh, I find it important to continue to push oneself to learn. Okay, so I'm back in the flow of that. And part of that for me is pushing myself to explore ways of doing things that I already do. Uh, so, one of those things that I'll just talk about is painting. I am a painter, I have always been a painter. I enjoy painting, right? My intention coming back to school was always to continue painting. But it wouldn't have been learning, necessarily, if I had just assumed the same position I was in when, when I stopped. Whenever I made my last painting, uh, I think it was a year ago, uh, for uh, around Christmas time, I made a painting. Uh, there was a failure in it. But I made it in a method, using a method that I was quite familiar with, using a method that I was semi-comfortable with. I wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel with that painting, right? I was just trying to do a do a successful painting in the way that I've done successful paintings previously, semi-successful paintings previously. Okay. What I'm learning now is that trying to uh, t- trying to do something that you're comfortable with in an uncomfortable way can be just as inspiring and stimulating as uh, picking up something brand new. So let me give you an example. I want to be painting, but I picked up. Uh, a new style of painting and I've been experimenting with that style and part of the learning process is allowing myself permission to experiment to say to myself this is not the way that I have to paint forever this is not the way that I have to decide to paint uh uh moving forward if it yeah, I just said that I'm sorry I was saying just saying words Uh, it is something that I'm allowing myself to try for the purpose of learning a new thing about painting that I hadn't learned before. You're going the wrong way. This person's going the wrong way on a one way. I tell you what. Kids these days, man. Uh, I want to, um, find a successful way to paint that's different than the one that I've been using previously. Yeah, I want a successful painting in the end, but what I'm learning about painting by pushing myself to paint differently is actually more interesting than if I had come up with a bunch of successful paintings. And I guess it's important to preface this by saying some of the things that I've been trying have not been successful at all. Uh, Most of them have been kind of frustrating, but I'm deliberately using different paint strokes. I'm deliberately using different paint different surfaces, different paint brushes, uh, and, th- and different methods, completely different methods of, of thinking about putting color down and value and all of that, all right? It's still in my wheelhouse, right? It's still part of my, my prior training. I'm not abandoning everything I know of painting. I'm using things that I know about painting, but I'm doing it in a different way, and I'm pushing myself in a different way, and it's different enough that I'm learning a lot about painting, uh, just by trying this. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at painters I wouldn't normally consider as inspiration, uh, who paint a different way, and I'm learning about their process by doing this. It's very interesting, and it's not, it's not something I haven't tried before. Like, like pushing myself out of my comfort zone. I, I have definitely done that before. It's, it's kind of a go-to for me, and I think in, in a lot of ways it's been a way for me to. I excuse myself for, for a failure. But that's a whole psychology there. What I'm doing now is trying to do a style. That I'm not comfortable with. And it's been interesting. And I'm sorry. I'm, I'm beating this horse. Um, so that's one thing. I'm learning this new method of painting. And I'm learning a lot about myself by doing this. Uh, something else that I am learning. Is the process of uh, of visual development. I talked a little bit about this last time. Um, learning a lot about what it takes to flush out a story without having a finished product. Um, Visual development process uh, in animation especially is is more about um, what do the ideas look like more than what is the ultimate final expression of these ideas. It's more like what could the ideas look like What could this character look like? What could this world feel like? These kinds of things. The coulds are a lot sometimes less satisfying, I guess, for the final product than the must. This must look like this and it will look like this. Uh, But I think it's ultimately more rewarding to to know all of the, the coulds that are out there. All the possibilities. Really fun finding those possibilities and i'm learning a lot about myself by pushing myself not to uh, decide too soon on on the coulds or the or the musts i suppose is the best way to put that am i pulling into this spot oh this spot is tight yikes i did it everybody that's because i learned to drive in new york okay what's the other thing the other thing i'm learning Uh, other thing I'm learning is, uh, there was one last one. I want to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been forced to take a class It's called, uh, professional development. I'm cheating a little bit because I'm in school. I'm learning every day. But, uh, this, uh, professional development class, we had to do an exercise, which I feel like I've done before, but never this flushed out. This exercise is called, uh, um, well, they call it a seven-year plan, but it's also called like a, a future mapping. And uh, it's a little bit like creating a vision board or whatever, that kind of nonsense. But, but uh, more practical because you have to actually back it up with, uh, with ideas and facts. So part of what I'm doing here is uh, trying to uh, think about a, a five-year plan like in the future. What, what would I really want to achieve? And what are the values that are important to me? And I, I think I've mentioned this already. But, but I, okay, so I won't go into the details of this. It's, I actually want re- to think, think about this and document it a little better before I record a long thing about it. But what I'm learning about myself is that many of my values, my core values, which is an exercise we had to do, are, uh, they don't jibe with practices that I've put in place. And uh, and a lifestyle that I've sort of taken for granted as having to have a lot of the core values just don't jibe with with what I current how I currently set up my life and how I've set up my life for the past few years. It just doesn't. They don't fit. The core values ain't gonna work. So uh, I, what that means to me is I'm learning that all these years I really haven't been paying attention to my core values, and it's it's only at this stage in my life and and really, this exercise helped me to kind of put it into words because i I had the feeling of it before, but I hadn't had I didn't have to I, it was solid you know it wasn't like in a in documented, I suppose now I'm understanding that those values are going to have to be what, what guide me moving forward. and that's not something I think I allowed for before. I would think I was limited like limiting myself before by a uh, Things I was assumptions I was making about the life I should be living instead of uh, uh, circling back to my core values or uh, I don't know, maintaining a tether to those core values throughout any decision I make. Does that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense? It sounds very vague, but that's something that I've learned, so I just thought I'd put that in there because ultimately this is more important than the rest. It's going to guide things moving forward, and I need to take uh, the next few years, I think, while I'm in this program and kind of assessing myself, to to keep tethering myself back to those core values and really define what they are and make sure that they last and are uh, solidified in my brain. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. All right. All right. That's enough of that. So that's uh, day eleven uh, or uh, prompt eleven for the for the art sound off challenge. Uh, my name is Lenny Angelo. <clears throat> oh, that one was long. Look at that.